Pastor Trey and his family are traveling on a well-deserved family vacation. Um, and make sure to keep them in your prayers today. But that gives me the privilege of coming and sharing with y'all today uh, in a service that I don't always get to. So that's exciting for me. Um, if you would now stand and let us pray together uh, for the coming of the Holy Spirit in our worship service together. Gracious God, we pray that you would come inhabit the praises of your people this morning, that you would be here with us. You would take this time that we have set aside and make it for us a sacred time and a sacred place where we may encounter you with fresh eyes and fresh ears, where we may see you, where we may hear you, and where we may know you better. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Would you bow your heads in prayer with me this morning? Jesus, we do speak your name into our lives, into the lives of those who walk in darkness. God, we lift up those, especially on our prayer list this morning, we lift up uh, those who have asked for prayers. We ask for um, Becky Branson's dad, who is very ill. We ask for uh, Angela, Rhonda, Eric, and James, and Carla for their healing of cancer. God, we lift up the Rickerson family. God, we lift up Regina Finch as she suffers from allergies. God, we lift up Rex, who still has a drain tube in his lungs. And God, we lift up um, the Collins family, the family and friends of those who passed away um, in an altercation with the escaped inmate. Lord, we lift up the friends and family of the escaped inmates. Lord, we lift up all of those who were lost in school shootings in Uvalde as their community is still reeling from that incident. God, we lift up um, Alora's aunt, Lord, as she continues to heal. And Lord, we lift up continued healing for John Hafner and those in our congregation um, who have asked for it. Lord, we ask uh, for those who have prayer requests that they don't even speak out loud, that they hold close to their hearts. Lord, we know that you hear them. We know that you hear our hearts. You know every tear that we cry. You know every hurt in our heart. And so, God, we lift each of them up to you. And God, we praise you for the many wonderful things happening in our congregation, in our city, in our state. Lord, we pray for a Vacation Bible School. We pray for the children who are already signed up to come and the children who are not yet signed up to come. We pray for uh, the volunteers who will be blessed by their time here. Lord, we just pray that Vacation Bible School uh, would be smooth and wonderful and a great experience for all involved, God, that you would touch the hearts of the children who come here, that it would be for them and their families in this community an awakening of your love in their lives. God, we lift up uh, the mission trip. We pray that uh, those who are meant to be on it will be there and those who are meant to be part of the home team uh, will step up in faithfulness to pray and to support our away team, God. We pray that you would uh, just equip and empower them for the ministry that you have prepared in advance for them to do. And God, in all things, when we are unsure of what to pray, thank you that so long ago you gave us the words to pray through your son, Jesus, when you said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You may be seated as I invite uh, the children. Oh, yes, sir. Wonderful. Praise God. Stacy's sister's friend's sister just had her baby just now. Hallelujah. Baby boy. Do you have a name? All right. And as the children, they already know this is their time to shine. They are on their way up. And it's a good day to be up here for the children's sermon. Glow sticks for you guys. Did you guys know that today is Pentecost? Did you know that that means... Oh. Did you know that that means it is the church's birthday? Yes. It is the birthday of the church, not just Grace Church, but the whole church, the church universal, the Christian church. And so instead of candles, because that's a little bit dangerous, um, I got you some glow sticks. Um, and so let's see, you wanted a pink one for sure, right? Okay. Which one? That one. Oh, you want a pink one too? You want a red one? I don't know how many red ones I got here. Y'all can take one and pass it down. Um, so... Tell me something about these glow sticks, guys. Do they work just like right now? Are they glowing? No. What do you have to do to get these glow sticks to work? You got to crack them. You got to shake them up, right? All right. Becca, what color did you want? Pink. Let's see. Oh, there's a pink one in there. Can you grab it? There you go. All right. So you got to crack them open and you got to shake them, right? Well, a similar thing happens. Um, a similar thing happened at Pentecost. Did you know when the Holy Spirit came, there was a great big wind in the house and it shook the whole house. So I want you to go ahead and crack them. You got it? I know they're a little hard and shake them up and make them glow. You need help? Some of them are harder than others. There we go. Shake them up. There you go. Oh, these are harder glow sticks than I thought. Sorry, y'all. Always practice your sermon illustrations ahead of time. Um, Okay, but when the house shook, this incredible thing happened. Down from heaven came the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit was like tongues of fire, and they rested on everyone. So let me see it rest on your head like this. This is like the the Holy Spirit, right? And it shone around for the whole world to see. And so what I want you to do is go. You don't have to leave this light on your head, but I want you to go and shine the light of Jesus everywhere you go with your glow stick today. Sound good? Yeah. Okay, so here's my big question. Who is the Holy Spirit? Yeah. What is the Holy Spirit? Yeah. God and Jesus. God and Jesus. God. God. That's right. So the Holy Spirit is God. So when we say that Jesus comes and lives in our heart, guess who we're talking about? The Holy Spirit right? That when we feel God in worship, when we uh, talk to God, we're talking about the Holy Spirit, right? That's pretty neat. Okay, so do y'all want to pray to the Holy Spirit now? Okay, let's bow our heads, let's close our eyes, and let's pray. Dear Jesus and the Holy Spirit, thank you for loving us. Thank you for coming to us and being with us always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, you can go to your seats. Before we encounter the word this morning, would you pray with me one more time for God to illuminate the scripture as we hear it this morning? Dear God, illuminate this day and enlighten us as we seek to know you through your word. 
May we be led by your light so our hearts may be opened to your word. We pray that we would receive every word you speak to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture today comes from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, <coughs> excuse me, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to the Jews and Israelites, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour my spirit, and they shall and I will show portents in the heavens above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist, the sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood, before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. And everyone who calls on my name, on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. This is the word of God for the people of God. Well, happy birthday, church. It is Pentecost, which means it is the time to celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit. Last week, Pastor Trey got to talk to you about the ascension of Jesus back into heaven and his promise to send the power of God, the Holy Spirit, to us. This is 10 days after that ascension. So for those of you who are following along and keeping count, it is 40 days between the resurrection of Jesus from the tomb and the ascension of Jesus back into heaven. And then from the ascension, we are 10 more days, and that makes it 50 days total from the resurrection to Pentecost. Penta, five. Did anybody else just make the connection that Pentecost means 50th? 50 days. I know, I'm glad I was not the only one that for whom this was new information, and I've been hearing the word Pentecost all my life. Um, but yes. 50th day since Jesus defeated the power of sin and death and was resurrected again is Pentecost, when we receive the Holy Spirit. And this scene in scripture of the coming of the Holy Spirit 
is not a quiet one, is not just a light breath of wind and it's such a beautiful, calm moment. No, no, no. Verses 2 and 3 of today's scripture paint a very vivid picture for us. Then suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each. This is a Holy Spirit hurricane. This is a big deal. There are so many different artists' depiction of this moment uh, that have been inspired by this moment of Pentecost. I really liked uh, this mosaic of one because I think we all have a different idea of what tongues of fire are that rest in on the disciples. And so um, I love that there's so many different artistic representations of it. But what must this scene have been like for the disciples, for the apostles, excuse me? This must have been an incredible amount for the apostles. And I'm using that word very specifically here, apostle, not disciple. I used to think that apostle and disciple uh, meant the same thing and were used interchangeably, and they are. Um, but I learned that here at Pentecost is where Christians really go from being disciples to apostles. You see, a disciple is one who follows, right? The Hebrew word for disciple, limud, basically means one who is taught, one who learns, one who follows a teacher. And so as Jesus was here on earth with his disciples, they were disciples following Jesus' teachings. But now they are apostles. And from the Greek apostolos, apostle is the term you use when you are sent out. When you are sent to go and deliver the message that the teacher has given you. Here at Pentecost, we see the beginnings of the apostles being sent out of the church. Of the church moving from this small band of people in Jerusalem to over 3,000 that day and then onwards as people went to proclaim the good news of Jesus. We learned last week that Jesus had a command, had some final instructions to give to the disciples before he left. He told them to wait for the power of God, and then when that power, the Holy Spirit, came to them, they were to go out and preach to the nations. Jerusalem was their starting line, and every nation, every tribe, every tongue was their destination. That they were to go and of the resurrection of Jesus Christ to proclaim the good news of freedom from sin over the power of God. And this is good news for every language, for every place. It is for every single people group. Nobody was left out. The Jews, the Gentiles, male and female, for all of those names of all of those big, long countries I had to figure out how to pronounce for today's scripture reading, all of it, and for all of us today. The Spirit of God is continually being poured out. It is poured out on us. The day of the Lord is here. The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the God of the disciples, the apostles, and now our God, the kingdom of God, is at hand. And whatever language you speak, whatever food you eat, whatever clothes you wear, whatever cultural practices you have, your language is spoken in the kingdom of God. That is one of the all-inclusive messages of Pentecost is that you are welcome here, that this love is for all. 
when the Spirit of God is the one that is speaking to these people during Pentecost, it's heard in their familiar language. It's heard in the language of home. It's amazing. And throughout the book of Acts, which is kind of the origin story of the church, right? It's, it's the beginning of the body of Christ. We see the apostles going out. We see Peter and Stephen and Philip and Paul and others who are preaching messages very carefully crafted for their particular audiences. They go out and they share the good news, and that news meets people in their home language. It meets them where they are, just as Jesus did. We have that same commission, that same mission from Jesus. And we have that same power that the apostles have, the Holy Spirit, to go out and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ if we will only accept that call that God has given us. This past week, uh, I had the privilege of going to the Texas Annual Conference of the United Methodist Church. It's where we get done all of the business things of the church, but there's also very good worship. Um, and part of the business of the church is making new pastors. So if you ever wondered how that happens, uh, one of the ways that we make new pastors is through a service of ordination. So this is where uh, new clergy get ordained. Um, and so we had the privilege of going and standing up uh, and see this is actually our new pastor. This is Jimmy Calvert being ordained uh, this past Tuesday uh, as the bishop laid hands and prayed over him uh, to become a pastor in the United Methodist Church. And this is a very special but at the end of every ordination service that I have ever been to, no matter who the bishop is, uh, they always mention this one line, and it always sticks out to me. They remind us that though some are called to ministry set apart to be clergy, all are called to ministry. All of us as believers are called to this gospel message. All of us are called to share this with others. All of us are called to be Christ's apostles. We are all sent out. And I was reminded this week as I was reading this scripture that there are places where each of us speaks the language, so to speak. There are places where we can be most effective for the gospel message because we can speak the language. We know the lingo. Where we can welcome others into the kingdom of God by meeting people where they are. Maybe it's a literal language that you speak, um, but maybe it's just that you have the power to reach somebody that nobody else has of your relationship to them. Maybe you speak their lingo because you can reach that specific person because you have similar life experiences as they do that can be shared. Somebody that needs to hear where you came from so that they can know where to go to join in with this body of believers. Maybe it's somebody in your workplace. Maybe it's somebody in your family. Maybe it's someone that you've been friends with your entire life that needs that healing touch of God's love in their life. So I invite you today to reach out. To reach out and take hold of God's grace, of God's Holy Spirit that is offered to you. And then to reach out and offer that same Holy Spirit to others. To reach out and take of the people who are lost, who are hurting, and who are broken in this world, those that need that healing touch from God. Let your light shine like the kids had their little glow stick 
Go and shine your light into the dark places of this world. Today's uh, Summer of Rock song, I like a whole lot. It's called Shine uh, by Collective Soul. Um, and it was often confused as a Christian song. People thought it was a Christian song. The lyrics are very, very similar to that other song that we all know from Sunday School, This Little Light of Mine. I'm going to let it shine. Heaven, let your light shine. And when this was released in the 90s, it touched many, many people in a very deep and spiritual way because it's a lovely prayer if you look at it as a prayer. And so I wanted to show you one verse in particular. Um, it says, love is in the water, love is in the air. Show me where to look. Tell me love will be there. Will love be there? Teach me where to Tell me, will love be there? Oh, heaven, let your light shine down. What a beautiful prayer. And I invite us to look at that verse one more time because we know that God is love, right? And so we are going to replace the word love with God and read it again as a prayer. It says, God is in the water. God is in the air. Show me where to look. Tell me, will God be there? Teach me how to speak. Teach me how to share. Teach me where to go. Tell me, will God be there? Oh, heaven, let your light shine down. This song, this prayer speaks to a longing to both find and to be found by God. This song speaks to a, a power, a light coming down from heaven. Because this world needs light. This world needs that power, that healing of the Holy Spirit. So the real question is, Will we be obedient in asking God to teach us where to go, teach us how to speak, teach us how to share, teach us how to go and be an apostle for God, to be sent? Where is it that God is sending you, you specifically? Where do you speak the lingo? Where can you go and be most effective for God? In your social gatherings, in your home? Who are the one or two people that you can think of that really, really need the healing touch of God in their lives, that need that love in their lives that you can reach out to today? And so I'm going to pray for just a moment. And as I pray in just a minute, I'm going to ask us to not just speak to God, but to listen for God and to take time to hear what God would reveal to us today where God would reveal to us today and who God would reveal to us today that would be put on our hearts that we can go and share this love and this light and healing with them. And so if you, as the band comes up, uh, pray with me now. Gracious God, we come before you today open to hearing your word in our lives, open to being sent as your apostles open to going and doing and loving and speaking. So Lord, as we are open, we pray that you would reveal to us now those places and those people where we are to go and to shine your light today. Thank you, God, for this revelation. We pray that we would be obedient, that you would give us opportunities to share and to shine this light in the darkest of places this week, 
as we continue to serve you, as we continue to praise you in all that we say and all that we do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And now, if you would, stand and sing with us Summer of Rock Song, Shine by Collective Soul. I do have one little uh, oh, yes. tidbit. I do have one little tidbit specifically for Mr. Ed. This song was covered by Dolly Parton. Just had to throw that out there for you. Yeah. 
light shine down. Oh, heaven let your light shine down. Oh, heaven let your light shine down. Oh, heaven let your light shine down. I'm gonna let it shine. I'm gonna let it shine. Heaven's little light gonna shine on me. Hey yeah, hey yeah. Heaven's little light gonna shine on me. Shine, shine on me. Shine, shine on me. Shine, come on and shine. Form one giant amorphous blob of United Methodist people as we go forth with a blessing today. May you be empowered and strengthened by the Holy Spirit to go out and shine the light of God in the dark places of this world. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Go in peace.